You are listening to an Elam Christian Center podcast. We hope that you are inspired, encouraged, and empowered by the message you are about to hear. Hello and welcome. I'm really excited to be sharing the message with you today. God has put a word on my heart that I believe will help you to have a greater faith and greater expectation as you start this new year. But before we get into it, I'd love to pray. Lord God, I thank you for your presence here today. Lord, I thank you for the opportunity to share your word. And Lord, I ask that as I'm praying, that it, as I'm speaking, that it wouldn't be my words coming up, but it would be your words, Lord. Lord, I ask that your spirit would be ministering and speaking to the hearts of everyone here and that we'll all leave having received something personal from God. In your mighty name, amen and amen. Awesome. Well, uh, many of you will know that before I was a pastor, I used to be a police officer. In fact, I had my whole life plan mapped out. My plan was to be a cop my entire life and to help people in that way. But little did I know that God had a very different plan for my life. You know, I'll never forget one day I was working as a police officer and I just arrested a guy who was high on drugs and he was handcuffed in the back of the police car as we were driving to the station. And, you know, he's saying the weirdest things manageable. He's talking about the fairies, the rainbows. He's talking about the unicorns. And so I started to zone out. I wasn't listening to what he was saying. In fact, I started to daydream about what I was gonna have for lunch, you know, Subway, six-inch Italian herb and cheese, pork riblet, with all the salads except for onion and jalapeno because how many people know that gives you gas and the police officer I was working with would never want to work with me ever again after being stuck in the car all day with a gas bag. Anyway, as I was daydreaming about the lunch I was going to have, this guy suddenly said something that got my attention. He said something along the lines of this, you know, I try and go to church and read the Bible, but I just always mess things up. You know, in that moment, he got my attention. Something switched on the inside of me. I felt a greater compassion for this guy. And so I began to ask him about his relationship with God. And he told me how he used to go to church, but for the longest time, he'd walked away. But the way that things were going now, he knew he needed to put in more of an effort. Anyway, we had a, I'd say a semi-normal conversation in the back of that police car on the way to the police station. We eventually got there and I handed him over to the officers in the, in the prison cell and, and I went on my way. A little while later, I learned that he'd been sentenced to eight months in prison. Now, uh, at that time, not only was I a police officer, but I was leading the kids and young adult ministry at our Manurewa campus. Shout out Manurewa. And uh, a little while later, a few months later, I was running the kids program on the Sunday. And one of our interns, he comes up to me and he says, Andy, there's a new young adult that I'd like you to meet. And so I go outside and who do I see? But that very same guy who was higher than a kite on drugs, handcuffed in the back of that police car on his way to prison. Honestly, the first thought that went through my head was, oh my gosh, this guy's here to kill me. I mean, he was a big guy. He had the tats on the neck. He had the teardrop going on and everything. And so I pluck up all the courage that I could and I go over to this guy and I say, hey bro, how was prison? I'm thinking, honestly, Andy, of all the things you could have said, how was prison? You do realize you put him there, right? Anyway, I was saying a prayer then and there in my heart, Lord, I don't want to, but if it's your timing, I'm ready to come home. Anyway, this guy looks at me and after he'd figured out who I was, he said this. He said, bro, I wanna thank you. And I'm thinking, thank me for what? 
And he said, what you said to me in the back of that police car changed my life. The last few months I've been in prison, I've been reading my Bible, I've been praying, and I just got out and I wanna start attending this church. I was like, wow, praise God. To be honest, I don't even remember what it is that I said to him in the back of that police car. But it was in that moment, this was one of those moments that I realized that God had greater things that He wanted to do through me. This was one of the times that I realized that God wanted to exceed what I thought was ever possible, that God wanted to take my ordinary and do something extraordinary. And since that moment, God has continually exceeded the plans that I had for my life. And I feel so blessed to be leading the West Campus along with my beautiful wife, Danny. And you know I have to say it, West is best and blessed, come on. You know I couldn't go 30 minutes without saying that. But you see, I was thinking about this last year that we just had. And you know, I think we can all agree that things certainly didn't go the way that we expected them to, right? You know, maybe you had a plan or a dream or you had a vision on how things were gonna go last year, but because of everything that happened, those plans got mixed up, they got turned around, they got messed up. You know, maybe you had to put your expectations on hold because of your circumstances and now you're wondering if they will ever happen anymore. You know, the word that God has put on my heart to share with you all today is that we serve the God who exceeds. Come on, I've titled today's message, The God Who Exceeds. Ephesians 3, verse 20 to 21 says this, Now to Him who is able to do abundantly above anything that we could ask or think according to the power that is at work inside of us, You know, so many people have spent the last few months living from week to week, right? Just waiting to see what's gonna happen before we make any plans. But I feel like God is reminding me that this is a new year. And I believe that God has got new things that He wants to do in your life this year. He's got new plans for you. He's got new purpose for you. He's got new provision, new blessing, new favour. He's got new giftings He wants to release in you this year. So don't let your disappointments from last year dictate your dreams for this. You know, one thing I know is this, is that God has a plan and a purpose for you this year. In fact, God tells us that in Jeremiah 29, 11. He says, for I know the plans I have for you. They are plans for good and not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. You know, I am believing that as you pursue God's purpose and plan for you this year, that He will give you exceedingly, abundantly above anything that you can ask or think. And if you believe that, would you drop an amen in the chat below? And so today I wanna share with you three things that I'm believing God will do in your life in this year. The first one I'm believing is that God will exceed your expectations. That God will exceed your expectations. In the Bible, we see the story of the lame beggar. We see it in Acts chapter three, verse one to eight. This is what it says. Peter and John went to the temple one afternoon to take part in the three o'clock prayer service. As they approached the temple, a man lame from birth was carried in. Each day he was put beside the temple gate, the one called beautiful, so that he could beg for the people going into the temple. When he saw Peter and John about to enter, he asked them for some money. Peter and John looked at him intently and Peter said, look at us. The layman looked at them eagerly, expecting some money. But Peter said, I don't have any silver or gold, 
but I'll give you what I have. In the name of Jesus from Nazarene, get up and walk. Then Peter took the lame man by the right hand and helped him up. And as he did, the man's feet and ankles were instantly healed and strengthened. He jumped up, stood to his feet and began to walk. Then walking and leaping and praising God, he went into the temple with him. See, the Bible tells us that this lame beggar looked eagerly at Peter and John expecting money. See, the beggar was expecting silver and gold, but God ended up giving him a miracle. See, the beggar, he was living from day to day. He was expecting just to get enough to make it through until the next day where he could come back to that temple gate and beg some more. But God, God had a greater plan for that man's life. God didn't just give him enough to get through to the next day. God provided more than enough so that he would never again have to sit begging at that temple gate another day in his life. You see, God exceeded his expectation. We serve the God who exceeds. Another time Jesus was with his disciples and a large crowd began to gather around them. The crowd grew hungry and the disciples came before Jesus with this problem. They said, all we have is five loaves of bread and two fish. It's, it, they, they didn't think that it was enough to feed everybody there. They expected maybe they could feed a few, but certainly not everyone. The disciples wanted to send everybody away, but Jesus exceeded their expectations. Jesus took those five loaves of bread and two fish and he multiplied them to feed thousands of people. And I love what it says in Luke chapter nine, verse 17. It says this, that they all ate and were satisfied. The disciples picked up 12 basketfuls of broken pieces that were left over. See, in the natural, the disciples didn't think it was possible to feed everybody, but then God exceeded the expectations. Everybody ate, everybody was satisfied, and get this, there were leftovers. Come on, is anybody grateful for those Christmas leftovers, right? Come on. I know that some of us are still enjoying leftovers to this day. But you see, here's the point. God didn't want to supply just enough. God didn't want to supply just the needs. He wanted to give more than enough. See, the plan that God has for you this year is far greater than anything that you could imagine. And it's not only going to impact you, but impact everybody around you as well. As God blesses you this year, your blessings are gonna overflow onto those who are around you. You're gonna become blessed to be a blessing. God is going to exceed your expectations because He is the God who exceeds, amen. My wife, Danny and I, we've been married for seven years and uh, it's been a dream of ours for many years to own our own home. But just after we got married, we ended up leaving our full-time careers to come and do ministry at Elam Christian Center and to become interns and study at Elam Leadership College. So uh, as you can imagine, that made things very tricky when it came to saving money to buy a house. As the years went by, things seemed even more impossible that we could ever own our own home. The property market kept going up, the prices kept going up, and, but we never gave up hope. We kept believing one day we would have our home. And so we actually ended up writing a list of everything that we wanted to have in our home. We wrote an expectation of what we were wanting to have. Among some of the things we had on that list is we really wanted to have a home with a view. 
We wanted to have a home that was spacious and a home that felt like a retreat. Now, many people that we spoke to over the years that we shared that list with said, hey, you're dreaming. There's no way that you're gonna find a house like that with your budget, or at least not in Auckland. But we didn't give up hope. We kept sowing into that dream and we had people around us praying. And I'll never forget, one day, our mortgage broker actually walked into one of our church services. He was a man of faith. He was a man of prayer. And he began to help us find a better deal from the bank. Then, get this, our real estate agent walked into one of our prayer meetings at our church. He too was a man of faith and prayer and he began sharing with us all these stories of times he had seen God open up the doors for people to receive a home. And so he helped us pray and he began looking to help us find a home as well. And, and all by God's grace at the beginning of last year, we had people praying for us. We had other financial blessings come and we were able to purchase our first home in Auckland, all glory to God. But here's the thing. See, not only did God meet our expectations, not only did we have a view, but it was even better than what we had imagined. Not only was it a spacious house, but it was even more spacious than what we could have hoped for. And it certainly felt like a place of peace and rest and, and like a restoration. You see, God exceeded our expectations. God exceeded our expectations. Friends, let me encourage you today to begin this new year with big dreams. Come on, write a list of what you're hoping to see happen and believe that God can exceed it. Whatever you're hoping to happen, believe for more. Whatever goals that you've set, double them and then double them again. Why? Because if you can imagine it, God can exceed it, amen? Come on, it's time to let the size of your prayers begin to reflect the size of your God. Remember that we serve the miracle working God. He is the way maker, the miracle worker. Be encouraged with that, that God will exceed your expectations. Secondly, I believe that this year, God will exceed your faith. When we read that story of the lame beggar, we might think that he didn't have much faith. Well, Andy, why would you be saying that? Well, think about it. Here is a lame man. He's sitting outside the temple of God where a prayer meeting is about to take place. But we don't see him in the scripture asking for prayer. We don't hear him asking for a miracle. We only see him asking for money. But the thing is, the lame beggar may not have had faith for a miracle, but God still gave him his miracle. God exceeded his faith. I love what Jesus says in Matthew 17, verse 20. Jesus says, I tell you the truth. If you have faith, even as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move from here to here, and it would move. Nothing is impossible. Friends, all it takes is a little bit of faith. All it takes is a little bit of faith. A little bit of faith can move that mountain. A little bit of faith can restore that relationship. A little bit of faith can open that door. A little bit of faith can bring that opportunity. A little bit of faith can release that healing. A little bit of faith can multiply your business. A little bit of faith can bring that breakthrough. A little faith can bring those circumstances to turn around and change. With a little faith, nothing is impossible. See, what God is wanting to do in your life this year, again, it's gonna exceed anything that you could think, imagine, or even believe could come to pass. You might think you have faith now, 
But when God comes on the scene, when God shows up, He makes the impossible possible. He brings the supernatural into your natural. So hold on to hope and dare to believe for greater. You know, maybe you're in a situation where your past might tell you that it's impossible. Maybe your track record says that you can't do it or maybe even the voices of those around you are telling you that there is just no way that that could happen. Can I encourage you today, friend, to bring that mustard seed of faith before your heavenly Father, before God. And the Bible says that nothing is impossible. The sky is the limit. I love what it says in Mark 10 verse 27. It says that with man, this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. Church, did you hear that today? Not some things are possible, not this is possible or that is possible, but all things are possible. Whatever you are having faith for this year, whatever you are believing and hoping will happen. If you just have a little bit of faith that God can do it, I'm telling you right now, God will exceed your faith. He will exceed your expectations this year. You know, last year, there was a lady in our church who, uh, she had a nephew who fell really, really sick. And in fact, he fell so sick that he went into a coma. The doctors were saying that there was nothing that they could do. The doctors didn't expect that he was gonna pull through. In fact, they were saying prepare for the worst. The medical professionals were saying that the, the only outcome is that he's going to die. You know, as a church family, we committed this man in prayer and we were believing and praying for a miracle. A little while later, we heard a report. A little while later, we heard that this man had woken up from that coma. And even though he couldn't yet speak, he wrote these words down, God is good. Come on, God is good. See, even though this man was destined to die, the doctors were saying he was going to die, God gave a miracle. Even when it seemed impossible, God came through. But not only did God heal him from an incurable situation, he had an encounter with God. See, that is the God that we serve. He goes beyond our expectations. He will exceed our faith. And just as he's exceeded my faith and so many others, I know that He will exceed your faith this year too. So number one, God will exceed your expectations. Secondly, God will exceed your faith. And thirdly, God will exceed your abilities. I'm believing God will exceed your abilities this year. In the Bible, there was a, a king named Jehoshaphat who led the people of Judah at that time, there were three vast armies that were coming up against Jehoshaphat and the people of Judah. The Bible tells us that the king was terrified because he knew that his army was no match for these armies coming against him. He was terrified. And so he went before God and he said, God, what do I do? He asked God for direction. And God said to him, King Jehoshaphat, Take your army, go march towards the battlefield, but know that the battle belongs to me. God said that he would take care of those armies. And so King Jehoshaphat marched out with the army of Judah towards the battlefield. And as they marched, they began to sing praises to God. And as they sang praises to God, the Bible tells us that God caused the other three armies to begin to fight amongst themselves. Get this. 
By the time the army of Judah arrived at the battlefield, all the other armies had wiped each other out. There wasn't one man left standing. How, God, how, how good is God? See, God exceeded their abilities. God knew that if King Jehoshaphat and the army had gone out in their own strength, they would have lost the battle. But because they went out in God's strength and they allowed God to do what only He can do, they won the battle. They received the victory. God exceeded their abilities. Friend, maybe you feel like you're facing a battle right now. Maybe it feels like you're in a never-ending battle. Maybe you've been facing the same thing, struggling with the same thing year in, year out, and you just never seem to make any progress. Or maybe you've been fighting an addiction and it seems like every time you take one step forward, you get knocked back two steps. Friend, I wanna encourage you today that you do not need to fight this battle alone. See, when we try doing things on our own strength, we will never be enough. But when we bring God into the equation, He will exceed our abilities. The Bible tells us it's not by might, it's not by power, it's by His Spirit that you're gonna receive your victory this year. But do you know what the best part is? God didn't just give Judah the victory over the enemies. That wasn't the end of the story. If we read on in Second Chronicles uh, chapter 20, verse 25, it says this, that after the battle, King Jehoshaphat and his men went out to gather the plunder. They found vast amounts of equipment, clothing and other valuables, more than they could carry. There was so much plunder that it took them three days to collect it all. Come on. Is anybody grateful that we serve the God who exceeds? You see, if God had just given Jehoshaphat and the army of Judah the supernatural strength and wisdom to go and fight the battle on their own, God didn't do that. He could have, but He didn't. Why? Because God wanted to do it in a way that exceeded all logic, that exceeded all understanding so that nobody else could take the credit. God wanted to make sure that He got all the glory. Friends, I believe that this year, God is wanting to do things in your life that are gonna be so unbelievable, so unexplainable, so far beyond anything that you could do in your own natural ability or wisdom or strength or power so that He will get all the praise and all the glory, amen? You know, I love as we continue to read on of that story of the lame beggar, I love what happened after he received his miracle. It says this in Acts chapter three, verse nine to 11. It says that all the people saw him walking and heard him praising God. When they realised that this was the lame beggar they had seen so often at the beautiful gate, they were absolutely astounded. They rushed out in amazement. You see, when when you're walking in the plan and purpose that God has for you this year, people are gonna look at you and be absolutely astounded. You're gonna have people come up to you in amazement asking, how did you do that? How did this happen? Why was your outcome so different to everybody else's? What is it about you? What is it that you have that nobody else has? 
And as people come up to you and they ask that question, you can boldly say with a confidence that it's because of Jesus. See, the plans that God has for you this year is going to exceed what is possible in your own natural abilities and your own natural strength so that your life will become a testimony to others of God's goodness and love and faithfulness and power. Amen. You know, I wanna encourage you this year, don't settle for anything less than God's best for your life. Don't settle for what's comfortable. Allow yourself to hope again. Come before God. Give Him that mustard seed of faith and believe that this year in 2022, that God will exceed all your expectations, that He will exceed your faith and that He will exceed your abilities. And if God has given you a dream and it feels so unrealistic, it seems too impossible, I wanna encourage you, that is a good thing because it means that you're heading in the right direction. I'd love to take a moment just before we come to an end and I'd love to speak some faith-filled, powerful declarations over your life and over your family right now. So wherever you are, whether you're at home, at work, in the car, in the living room or the bedroom, wherever you are, if you receive these declarations, as I pray, would you say amen? Right now, I declare that God will exceed your plans and your dreams this year. I declare that God will exceed your financial provision. I declare that God will exceed your vision and your goals. I declare God will exceed your gifts and your talents, that He will exceed your wisdom and understanding. I declare that God will exceed your feelings and He will give you more joy and peace and love and hope. I declare that God will exceed in all areas of your life, in your relationships, your marriage, in your finances, in your family, in your business, in your purpose and in your growth. Right now, I declare over everyone watching right now, if Ephesians 3.20, I believe and declare that God is going to do exceedingly abundantly above everything that you can ask or think according to His power at work in you. And if you receive that, would you say amen? Amen. This is the year that God exceeds your expectations. As I come to an end, I wanna encourage you with this thought, that God's thoughts for you exceed your comprehension. That God's mercy for you exceeds your mistakes. That God's grace for you exceeds your sin. That God's love for you exceeds your inabilities. That God's forgiveness for you exceeds your failures. That His faithfulness exceeds your flaws. His plan for you exceeds your worthiness. See, when Jesus went and He died on that cross, What He did, the price He paid, more than covered, more than exceeded anything that you and I have ever done or could ever do. Jesus didn't just bring forgiveness, but He wiped the slate clean. Do you realise the Bible says that we are a new creation in Christ Jesus? that our old self is dead and gone, that God doesn't even hold your past against you that He removes your sin as far as the east is from the west, that, he, that you are seen as righteous in His righteousness, that you are seen as pure in His sight because of Jesus. I want to encourage you today to lift up your expectation and allow God to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you could ask or think. How? 
according to His power at work in you. Friend, I wanna encourage you to allow God to do and begin a new work in you today. What does that look like? It looks like having a daily relationship with Jesus. Today is a new day. We're in a new year. Don't wait another moment to get your life and get things right with Jesus. You know, if you wanna make that decision today, if you want to allow Jesus to come into your life and live in the plan and the purpose that He has for you, then I would be absolutely honoured to lead you in a prayer today. If that's you right now, would you join me in this prayer? Say, dear Jesus, I thank You that You love me. I confess that I'm a sinner in need of a Saviour. Right now I come before You holding nothing back. I ask You to come into my heart, to search my heart, to lead me and guide me in the plans that You have for my life. No longer my will be done, but Your will be done. From this moment forward, I'm no longer a slave to sin. I'm a child of God, in Jesus' Name. Amen and amen. Wow, can I just say congratulations? If you made that decision, I'm just so proud of you. That's the best decision that you're ever going to make. Uh, We'd love to get in contact with you and let you know what your next step on your faith journey is. So right now on the screen, there'll be a link popping up that says, count me in, or there'll be a button that says, I raise my hand. So if you prayed that prayer, if you made that decision, would you go ahead and click on that? Someone from the team, we would love to pray with you. We'd love to let you know what your next step on your faith journey is and give you a Bible if you don't already have a Bible. I wanna say again, congratulations, best decision that you will ever make. Do you realise the Bible tells us that when one person comes back to God, that all of heaven throws a party, all of heaven celebrates. So I wanna let you know right now that God and all of heaven is celebrating because you prayed that prayer. Well done, congratulations. Uh, I've had such the best time with you here today. God bless you. See you next time. Thank you for listening to this Elam Christian Center podcast. Please subscribe to keep hearing more life-changing messages. For more information about our church, please visit www.elamchristiancenter.org.nz.